live from moving the other pizza place across the tracks in the original pizza place. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that rules at foot golf. Hey, you weren't there. Prove us wrong. Ah, suck it. I, I like where you go with the second half of that. Uh, yeah. 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 Pictures. Prove it. Come mm-hmm. on. That's journalism. <laughs> it is. It's just science. As we, as we know, that's, that is top shelf journalism. Yeah. Yeah. Between the three of us from the podcast, over nine holes, 27 holes in one. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was stunning. the the court mm-hmm. the, the the course had never seen such a day. No, mm-hmm. they wanted us to play off to determine who was truly the great champion. We said we are, and we left. Yes, mm-hmm. they wanted to bronze our balls, but we said no. Uh, my balls belong somewhere else. Mm-hmm. On this week's episode, we look back at felling the timbers, preview not one but two TFC games, seriously, and much more. Mm. Now to this week's panel. In a moment of heroism and bravery. Senor Duncan save the village! Yay! Yay. Senor Duncan! Senor Duncan! Bienvenido this como siempre, Duncan Fletcher. Gracias. Uh, it Ooh. might make sense to... I don't know if this is maybe saying there's three or four people who might listen that that would make sense to. I, I don't know if they do or not. Are we talking about Spanish or the reference? Uh, just that reference right um, there. I, uh, I, would, I try to make those assholes listen. Thank you. No. Okay. But uh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it has to just be for the room. Yeah. Sure. Like this next introduction. Oh, oh get ready. The Cuchara himself. <laughs> foot golfer extraordinaire. It's Mark Hinckley. Spoon. Uh, That's the ticket. Yes, I know. Which is the other reason why I thought you would yeah, like the but, whole thing. But yeah. just, I'm just, yes. I'm just. I know. Because you there are people who weren't born yet who listen to it. I'm sure who don't know what the fuck that it's is. True. Which is sad. Yeah, you've left. You've left yourself wide open for disparaging comments and plays. Um, as for Tony, he's not with us this week. I, we told him, I think we gave him directions to the wrong football course, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he's still trying to finish the back nine. It's going to take forever. That, that text, I, that last text yeah. I got was, a par, what? Seemed to indicate that that's where he still yeah. is. So. He seemed very confused as well. I mean, I think he's on like a regular golf courses because he's complaining that the hole's way too small for a soccer ball. Yeah, yeah. that'll happen. Like, this is like a golf ball size hole. Like, my balls don't go in this there. hole. This makes so, no sense. Yeah, I've been on the on the green on the first green. I've been on here for twenty hours. There were a lot of pissed off golfers behind me. I can't figure out why the marshal hasn't been around to kick his ass off. You would think. Whatever. You would know. think. Maybe he's wearing camouflage. Could be. He's blending. Mm, he's mm, yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for me, well, I didn't get a cool nickname, but I did improve my score of a last year's foot golf match, I think. So weekend was a success. I'm just assuming it improved. It felt like, it felt, I felt improved. It was improved. I felt new and improved. No, I know it was. (laughs) I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to our show. Before, uh, note before we dive into all things TFC MLS related, uh, Julian de Guzman 
has been named the interim head coach and GM of the Ottawa Fury after Who? Paul Dalglish. Is, is, is he related to Julian B. Guzman? He is. Sign right here, sir. Club Escobar. Legend. Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, it's Baylor. Uh, anyway, so Paul Dalglish uh, has resigned. The prince. Was apparently going to resign at the end of the season anyway, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I was too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. yeah. Something about wanting the transition to be smoother, oh, yeah. give Julian more time yeah. with the team. Right. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so there you go. Plausible. The mm-hmm. ascendancy of. Yeah, I was supposed to take over, but I didn't want to because you know I wanted, I wanted to like give Julian a chance and give a smooth transition just straight to Julian rather yeah. than have me in between. So, yeah, so. You know, I, I honorably stepped aside as well. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's good of you. Yeah, yeah. And, and the podcast appreciates that. You know that you you sacrificed uh, your coaching career uh, for us. I, I, I really do what I, can. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. All right. Well, first up on the show is the Portland post match. Hey. Hey. Timber! I'm sorry. I just uh, enjoy yeah. the second uh, one I've done. You uh, missed the first one. No, I, I, I didn't, but I, you know, I didn't want to <laughs> I interrupt. Didn't, but I gave you no love uh, for it because I, it was terrible. I see what you did there. Good. I, uh, you sort of had to, before we get into the match itself, I start, you started to feel for the small but vocal contingent of uh, away support, the Portland fans up in the hinterlands. Uh, kudos, yeah. kudos to them. They're hipsters, traveling. they got to spend a night. They probably went into like Liberty Village or up into Washington or something. Oh, they're that's true. They were in heaven. Down. Good uh, point. All right, so TFC pretty much manhandled uh, the Timbers on Saturday night. While it once again took until the second half for Toronto to really get control of the match. Once the goals started going in, it was basically all over for Portland. Uh, the hipsters were, I think, unprepared for the dominant match by Justin Morrow. Yes, that's right. U.S. International Justin Morrow. I, I, I hear Gold he, Cup I, champion. Gold yeah. Cup, that's right. I hear he's got cred now. Does. Yeah. MLS just, player of, of the week, week Justin, Justin Morrow. Morrow. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Not just on the team of the week, player, player. of the week. What? All of them. Wow. Yeah. That's mm. a good week. His first brace ever. Oh. I know. Um, not even on his teeth? No. No, apparently not. This mm. is the first one. Okay. Lucky bastard in his genetics. Right. Seba shared the ball on Saturday night. Yes, he did. That was Saw that. surprising and delightful mm. all at the same time. Marky, after Mark yelled at him, figured out how to score a goal. I fixed another one, guys. You did. It's a good well job. Done, Mark. Well Thank done. you. We're really proud of uh, your progression this uh, this last year and your, your, your communication skills with the team. You know, like the players are really responding to uh, your style from the stands. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Thank you for recognizing that. It's been hard. It's been a long, hard slog, but but they're they're finally coming we're, around. We're getting results. It's guys. good. It's that's, good. That's what that's what matters. Nice. And then, other than Nick Hagland re-injuring his knee, mm. oh poor Nick. It's just really not his year. No. But although I guess this solves the defensive conundrum sure. for the next yeah. little while. Yeah. It was an all-around pretty positive performance from the league leaders. Go on. Mm. Wow. It, it, we've gotten there already. I know. Heady stuff. It really is. Yeah. It's hard looking down all these things below us. Yeah. But <laughs> Oh, we remember what it was like to be looking up. <laughs> and up. Oh, and it's up. so strange. And up. I know, um. yeah. The crick in my neck is finally, like, worked out almost. Yeah, yeah I still get a little twinge, but... I think we're too 
catastrophic injuries away from having that come back. But let's look on the positives <laughs> for now. We've got the, the, the deepest, oh, oh, most depthy squad in MLS history. We'd be fine, Mark Hinckley. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. But they haven't happened. We're not even at one. So we good. We good. All right. All right. Right. Nicaraguan being out doesn't count as catastrophic nah, to you. Well, he's Stephen Betashore being out this while. No. No. I mean, that was that was a catastrophic collision thingy, but no, no, it's not. <laughs> wow. Mark cares not for your defensive injuries. No. 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 Drew Moore being out. No. Oh, that's not an. I- oh, having a child is an injury. Is that it? Not this. Well, le- no, no, the actual we had a heart injury. Thing. Oh, I'm talking about just this. One. Oh, just, just this week. Oh, I see. Look ahead, for God's sakes. <laughs> Don't look back in anger. That's what you said. Is, is he, uh, is, have, have they had the kid yet? Yes. Yes. Didn't name Is him. it a boy? Yes. yes. And do we know its name? Ryan His Andrew. Name? Yeah, which is not Ryan. Victor. Bullshit. So, Ryan Johnson and Andrew Wiedemann yeah, have probably. something over Drew Moore somewhere? I don't know. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's so, so, Drew Moore lied to us all. No, more importantly, he lied to his teammates. Sure, and yeah, that. Yeah. Victor Justin or Justin Victor? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think. I'm sure. Oh, it was Victor Justin because it was the game winning I mean, goal. Yeah. That's right. Short term, great motivation, but just the, the long term damage that that's going to do to his standing within the room. Imagine yeah. wow. that locker room. Nobody is going to believe a word Drew Moore says. No one's going to have time to yeah. listen to Drew Moore anymore. Why would Why would any of the defenders? Why would Justin Moore pay attention? Like, exactly. You're out there and say like Drew Moore say, "Hey, go over there and mark that guy." Yeah, fuck you, Drew. What's your kid's name? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, what, are you lying to me about standing over there, too? Huh? <laughs> oh, what's going to happen if I go over there? Yeah, there's yeah. nothing, is it? Nothing's going to happen, is it? Nothing. Yeah. There's no one there. Empty, hollow promises. Come back when your kid's called Victor, and yeah. I'll listen, you fuck. Yeah. It's going to be tough. It's tough. It's going to be tough times. Yeah. We're going to be lucky to get through these next 10 games, guys. Dressing room chemistry is very important, and, and we, he's just he's fucked just it up. He's just screwed it all up. Selfish. Maybe, Mike, just, maybe Michael will pull him aside and have a little chat. Mm, I'm, ju- I'm just... I'm just proud of you Duncan that you were brave enough to say something that's I think that's my takeaway of this I think mm-hmm. so too yeah you're, you're doing good you're mm-hmm. doing good work thank senior you sir. Duncan senior mm-hmm. Duncan senior Duncan all right it was a super fun game mm. it was a super fun second half super yes. fun second, second half. half there we go yep. <laughs> it, that is correct the weather was lovely it was it shouldn't have been but it was yes and I guess it had rained beforehand, but our little chunk of the south end had been covered by the canopy. The seats were still dry. God, Hail I the think, canopy. I, I, I think they just dried up. To be, it was humid enough. No, 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 no it had rained. Walking up the stairs, I was like, oh, seats are wet, seats are wet. Oh, seats aren't oh, wet really? anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah. I come from the other side, I didn't notice. Uh, yeah. There you go. Um, I think other than the, well, the loss of the clean sheet, uh, the loss of Nick Haglin's knee, the really the thing that marred our enjoyment of the four one win was the invasion of the bros. The Brodeo. Brodeo oh, came sure. to town. Yeah. That was not fun. <sighs> tourists. Literally tourists. Literally unlike, tourists. Unlike everybody else's complaints that quote unquote the tourists have arrived. No, these guys were from out of like province. Literally. Out of country. Out of country, in fact. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here for the Blue Jays, and then ah, well, fuck it, might as well go to see this as well. Eh? Yeah, let's slum it for that soccer shit. Mm. There's so only one was... Michael Bradley. I think that was the first thing he said. Yeah. It's like, thank God. Second one on the same team. I mean, you know, they're from Pittsburgh. If they'd gone like hard on like supporting Bez from his Pittsburgh Riverhound days, 
Yes, that sure. would have you been knowledgeable. You're welcome. Absolutely. To please join us. Yes, we may have invited them to stand with us. <sighs> no recorded a segment with them on the show. Exactly. No. But no. Nope. All right. That was yeah. That was one of the most brotastic nights I think we've ever spent <laughs> at BMO Field. Our, we our, were surrounded pretty much in our little chunk of BMO Field. Yes. 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 Indeed. All right. Well, anyone else have any? Any other thoughts? Anything I've left out? Anything that you wanted to desperately say about the game before we get into the specific? Um, I don't think there's anything desperately needs to be said. Is there? It was a very entertaining second half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, especially if you listen to Caleb Porter, you know, Portland just kind of lied down a bit after we kind of got ahead. But, you know, I don't care. Uh, yeah, all in all, very nice. And lots of goals from, like, unlikely sources. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. So, sure. Cannot complain. Yeah, I got. I'm pretty much in the in the uh, Duncan boat. Uh, it's a, it's nice a good boat. boat. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, seats are comfy as shit. And you see the finish he put on the deck too. Yeah, oh, but it, but it's really it's his cheese selection that really impresses me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a good game uh, for all. There's cheese. Yeah, there's cheese. You told me there was no food. So, the game itself, nice. you know, that first half was. For me, I was more nervous about the first half just because seeing the previous efforts that we had witnessed via television and in person uh, had me wondering, oh, is this the beginning of an epidemic? But of course, these teams were not, Portland was not absolute turd farm. They're actually a decent side. So, of course, Toronto stepped up their game and played like world world beaters. So, uh, mm-hmm. mind you, it did take them a half to get there. Yes. So. As long as I get there. All right. Mm-hmm. Moment of the match. Um, I don't actually know what happened in the moment of the match. Um, but for some reason, it's interesting. But for some reason, the the referee called a a foul or an offside or something, and it really pissed Jurinko off. And he just kind of like kicked the ball away, got a yellow card. And I was yelling at him because that cost my fantasy points team. My fantasy points. That's right. I made you my captain. I believe was being yelled. You you, you just cost me two points for that. You petulant little fuck. That sounds Uh, familiar. um, But yeah, yeah, that apparently made him angry because after that he was very good and everything seemed to really start working. This is the key. Very shortly after, Seba got pissed off at the ref. So, well done, referee, whoever you were. Good decisions. And, uh, yeah. All right. We run this shit. Um, uh, Moment for me was the second goal. uh, Seba's cross, his selflessness, and Vazquez's side foot. Now, mostly, it was because it was a sense of relief, as per previously stated. uh, uh, Because if it had stayed 1-0, I kind of would have been on the edge until the second one went in. And then, of course, when it was a big exhale for me. So I, I, it was nice to know that they weren't going to completely, not completely mess it up, but they were going to drop two points when they should have all of them. And we saw what happened. Mine was the third goal, the second Justin Morrow goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just It was just a rather delightful goal. I, I liked, yeah. you know, nice great. touch, didn't overhit it, which he very much could have given the, the proximity to the net. Um and I just I, I enjoy I enjoy excited Justin Morrow when he's just like yeah, it's just fun to watch. Yeah. It's a very nice build up to that goal as well. It's a little dummy from Javinko, yep. back heel from Vasquez. You know, and, and yeah, you know, Josie looked like he was going to do something, but no, 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 it didn't quite work out. Justin then, Morrow, oh, yeah, yeah, it was it was very it was fancy, fancy, yes. yeah, super fancy. Like it wasn't just fancy for TFC; it was fancy for this league. Yes, like it's just okay. I have not seen enough of this shit here. 
in person for TFC via television or otherwise. Uh, holy crap, this is amazing. So yeah, I think I believe I put uh, as a preamble to that goal, uh, the entertainers have arrived or something along those lines mm. because that was so so sweet. Lovely. Yeah. You talk about like, goals like that in the league as a whole. Philadelphia got uh, a similar one just last week, I think, that was like full of very nice passing and like little they're weird and what. Oh, it was lovely. But, oh, they're, uh, st- they're still in the league? I didn't. Yeah, mm. yeah. It mm. had to have been the week before because last, it, it last week they Martin got. It FC Dallas. Oh. Oh. We, don't, we don't talk about them right now. Mm. They're, they're on the outs. We're not, we're not seeing eye to eye. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for Man of the Match, does anyone not have MLS Player of the Week, Justin Morrow? Ugh. I guess. Come on. Sure. I, you do? Well, I, I had, you know, I had... You had someone else? I had, no, no, it was Marl. I will give an honorable mention to Marky Delgado for previous stated... Uh, listening to Mark Hinkle. Yeah, listening to me, because... He was probably most improved in the second half oh, compared yeah. to the first half. Yes. It's he had uh, that absolute perfect... Like, in FIFA, everybody would have scored that goal. Like, that's how good it was. The ball just popped to him. He's on the edge of the box. Nobody in front of him, just him and the keeper. And he settled the ball and then shot it, which was blocked. Terrible. Yeah. At which point, I immediately unleashed a barrage of curse words. Mm. It's true. You did. And the second opportunity he had, he made no mistakes. He osorioed the shit out of that. Which should be really moraled the shit out of it, because Moral had a couple of those... But yeah, one touch, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done, Marky. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, continuing the Justin Morrow love fest, mm. because that's really what we're here for. Cool. Uh, so fair. Justin Morrow has, now has five goals on the year on only 14 shots on goal. Efficient. That's Very. A, that's a good hit rate. So he has more goals than... That suggests a regression is on the way. Oh, yeah. I love your optimism, Duncan. Mm. I do. I do. Fair, if he... If Stats. If he regresses, analysis. If he misses the next fourteen, he's still probably ahead of the curve. Uh, sure, way ahead of the yeah, curve. Exactly. Um, this, I, hmm. So he has more goals than Kaká, than Acosta, sure. than Diego Fagundes. Watch your mouth. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah, and uh, sure. uh, Dom Dwyer, I believe, is in that list as well. Anyway, oh, yes. Whatever. So my we, question: We should be selling him to Orlando as a striker. For when does Moro get poached? By a team that needs an attacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my question to you. Uh, Off-season or whatever his contract is up. It's that simple. He's just going to he's gonna be the one that, uh, you know, raises the cap level to the point where something's got to give. And if he's having the season, his best season so far, he's probably the most likely to get the raise and he might be yeah, well, excess. I think with, with there's like a lot of extra tam that's like being brought in now, so you know they could potentially use that to, to keep his salary down if it is going to get outrageous. Which is okay. What some article was saying is like, yeah, there's a bunch of MLS people who just like earn a bit too much money. People just give them a little bit more so that they go into the tam level, and then you can bring down their cap it, and it's kind of ridiculous. So he may end up being paid more than he's worth which would be then less than he's worth against the cap hit and blah, 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 blah. Um, but in the spirit of uh, the comedy uh, question that Kristen was trying to ask, well, obviously the MLS transfer window has now closed, so it's going to be January. Um, you know, FC Dallas, I think, are, uh, you know, they're, they're clearly a good team. There's a lot of good things going on there. It's, ah, they, they, mm. Why has no one brought up the, the Rapids? 
figure January, they are like camped out on Bez's door. Please? Please. We, we did you, you a solid. Yeah. Exactly. Look what we did for you. We gave you our win. Look what we did for you. Give us Justin Morrow. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Really, the answer is nobody. Mm. All right. Um, other last comedy question before we move away. Mm. Uh, being uh, Portland and all. So I figure Nick Hagland is the one who lost an axle along the way of the Oregon Trail. Who died of dysentery? New Zealand's own Jermaine Gleeson. I mean, it's actually Jake, but for this comedy bit, it's Jermaine. Going down with that leg injury early, it was clearly dysentery. That's yeah. exactly what I had. Ah, <laughs> Jake Gleeson wasn't yeah. his leg. Aouga for comedy! Aouga! It's killing. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. No, no one's around me. Nothing's happened. All of a sudden, oh, I've got a, I've got a hamstring injury. No, yeah, no. Yeah. you're shitting yourself exactly. on the ground Rit. as yeah. you lie there. Rit. You're shitting yourself and kind of sort of wiping it and seeing, is this going away? Yeah, and then a couple of minutes later, oh, it's happening again. I should yeah, just I go. Yeah, I should just go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dysentery. Dysentery. It's uh-huh. sad, really. It is. I think that nicely ends up the look back at the Portland Timbers match. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round, all through the town. TFC wasn't the only team that played on the weekend. I know the league still lets other teams play. I don't know why, given Toronto's obvious superiority. Mm. But here to tell us all about the weekend that was in MLS is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS wins and losses. Duncan. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. I'm already renewed to you for next season. Oh, nice. Uh, we start in Seattle. Uh, this week, we had the Sparks coming off a U.S. Open Cup semi-final win in penalties against San Jose. Uh, they lost 1-0. Uh, result left Seattle temporarily at the top of the West, and so Seattle's shutout streak get up to 400 minutes, which is a club record. Nice. Yeah. That's not oh. a convoluted stat. Good. Very good. Kind of. Ish. Well, it's four and a half games. Like, ooh, yeah, yeah, a club yeah. record's a club record. Yeah, I mean, that's 40 years of history. Hmm? No me gusta. No. Uh, Chicago, they took the lead in Columbus, then pissed it away, uh, uh, losing 3-1, including letting Kakuta Mane score. Uh, 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 Justin Merrim also scored what uh, was the 1,000th goal in Columbus crew history. Okay. In just over 20 years. Sure. Yeah. Reasonable. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, the Red Bulls, they also came from behind to win 3-1, home to Orlando. Bradley Wright Phillips getting his eighth goal in the last eight games, six of which the Red Bulls have won. Uh, the two they've lost were both to New York City. Hmm. Uh, anyway, it was mainly memorable for the entertaining end where it's a wee bit of handbags. Not really handbags, it's more like handbag shopping than yeah, any kind of handbag swinging or anything. It's, yeah, 
It's mediocre. Anyway, Kaká playfully manhandled former teammate Aurelian Collin's face, and after a long delay for the ref to check out the video, Kaká got sent off. Um, despite Collin going to talk to the ref on his behalf. Uh, which is delightful, really. Yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, Orlando decided not to appeal the suspension, uh, probably because they know they've been better without him this year. <laughs> yeah, there, we don't need you. This is easier than having to drop you. Yeah. Moving on, time to check in with Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas Yeehaw! after uh, you know, a tough couple of weeks. And they got a tie. Better. <laughs> at home to Colorado. No. Mm, yeah. Shit, Who doesn't team. beat Colorado at home? It's yeah. true, really. Mm. Only shit teams, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Still tough times. Yeah. Uh, $4. Max Aruti had a goal disallowed via uh, VAR for the second straight week. <laughs> Uh, for a, a foul that happened about 20 seconds before the goal, which I think is a bit much, really. It's a stretch. I, how, how far back are these things potentially going to go? Last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. The shots in this game were 28 to 5, with only one on target from the Rapids, but 0-0 is all that counts, so Dallas continued to sputter along, down to fourth now. And the Rapids at least moved off the bottom of the West. They're up to 10th now, so that's nice. <laughs> Yay! Uh, the tea turrets they beat the Whitecaps 1-0 on a teal Bunbury goal but, uh, the big news for the Whitecaps there is that Matthias Labo was injured and it was confirmed he'll be out for the rest of the season with Aww. an ACL boo-boo uh, the Rebs also finally signed Christian Nemeth and so they're still hoping to make the playoffs uh, despite being in 10th place but they are only one point behind 7th speaking of 7th that's Montreal now uh, mm. after they beat Philly 3-0 in Chester in Samuel Piat's first game with the club, though two of the goals came in injury time, so not as thorough as it sounds. Uh, that's seventh place, that's now ahead of Philly, and Union boss Jim Curtin is not feeling too good about his team's playoff chances. We weren't good enough in what was a big game, and now we have to chase. We no longer really control our own destiny. We're going to need help, and... Uh, we're going to need to do some things on the road that we haven't done this year. I'm scared. Oh, so are we capable of that? Yes. But we did. But did we just make it difficult on ourselves? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I have to go and do some things on the road. I just got like a chill up my spine. <laughs> it's menacing. <laughs> it, it really He's is. He's not playing. No, no, no. no. Oh, God. Mm. Uh, Houston, meanwhile, they moved to the top of the West uh, above Seattle with a 3-0 home win over San Jose. Finally, on Saturday, the Pizza Rats went to LA, got themselves an unsurprising 2-0 win. Uh, another goal for Davy Cottage and amongst that. LA didn't play badly, but Jay Asijardes did, and Siggy's not too happy with him, really. Uh, when asked on what was missing from tonight's game, he said... A sign forward. That's probably one. Someone who are very comfortable furnishing goals. Mmm. I just chips. At the end of the day, we not deserve to lose two, you tonight. Oh god, that's good. So disrespectful. It's one time for no shows no leg and a plank. It smells like onions and hate. Grassy. 
snow rot right now. Oh, it's that dip. We're trying to get a lot rot. But that's the area that we need right now. <sighs> I've missed him, haven't you? I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad I don't I, have to clean the microphone, but yeah. 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 You'd think, you know, you'd think you'd have learned something. You'd think someone in the intervening year would have kind of maybe pulled him aside and said, Maybe not do that. I, yeah. Who negotiates have, these contracts? Don't the co I guess the coaches don't have like social media or like mm. press handlers or things. I, I thought not. maybe mm -hmm. they did, but no. Okay. They don't. Ha yeah. Don't they have a tray? They should have a tray. Yeah, they do. Oh. Yeah. We need a tray. We need a tray. Mm -hmm. We totally need a tray. Mm -hmm. Dear listeners, anyone who wants to be our tray, yeah. please add us. Please apply with it. Uh, moving on and talking of RSL. Oh, go on. And Trey's RSL. Uh, DC versus Salt Lake got delayed oh. to Sunday due to RFK becoming a swamp thanks to uh, excessive rain. The ref giving up after 28 minutes on the Saturday. And despite the debut of Paul Ariola, uh, Luis Silva haunted his old club, scoring the winner. Uh, apparently that was RSL's first ever win at RFK, which is a, a stat that surprised me. But hey, they're gonna, um, and they're gonna leave undefeated apparently. Too. There yes, go. yes, and uh, it's not really a they surprise though, because I mean, who doesn't beat DC at? I know. Yeah, I know. Holy really? shit! Like, right? like, seriously. The somehow still employed Ben Olson wasn't all that impressed with his team. Sixty minutes of what we need to do to win games. Sixty minutes. What's that worth? Nothing. Another loss is what 60 minutes of high-level stuff gets you. To be fair, they only played 62 minutes on Sunday, so they were well, pretty damn close. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, Light-breaking news, despite getting that gutsy point in Dallas, uh? Uh, the Rapids have fired Pablo Mastroeni. Oh! Oh! Uh, of relief all around from maidens in the vicinity of train tracks. True. Uh, MLS coaching is a lot less stylish now, though. Yeah, true. That man could it's, wear... A sweater vest. He could. It's okay. There's He'll have a lot of time too now. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. New job. He can style and coordinate for other coaches in MLS. Yeah, or he can just focus on his modeling career. I mean, we all remember that picture of Landon Donovan with the water fountain. Pablo Mastroeni had an equally delightful picture in that same photo shoot there from back in the oh, day. And so, yeah, now he can get back into that sort that's of thing. True, right? That's true. That's mm. true. Good he, point. He, look look, he, look he, it up, people. He probably mm. water fountain much better than Donovan ever did. I suspect. More than likely. Less douchey. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, that would be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. Uh, back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. You can move your B team closer to me anytime. I will. We can't have nice things. Why can't we have nice things? Well, some exciting news got released this afternoon, a little while before we uh, got set to record the episode. So before we dive into previewing a couple matches, 
We're going to talk about TFC season seat holder ticket renewals. Really exciting. Really? Well, I mean, it's an invoice. That's, it's it's I'm, I'm August. Never excited over an in- Surely this isn't happening for another couple of months. You would think. I am sorry to tell you that the renewal emails are indeed here. God damn. Yeah, they are. And in fact, what has to be, and no, not what has to be, what is the by far the earliest notice of season ticket holder renewal ever. It's not even the middle of August, for fuck's sakes. Mm. Uh, those yeah, of you we haven't clinched a playoff spot anything no. could happen yep those of you that haven't checked your email however many days later check your email um, first thing those of you that were on the monthly payment plan will notice is that the monthly payment plan is now expanded from nine months to ten your first payment is due in a month folks yes <laughs> oh and it's auto renewal so yes you know, so don't if you don't want it don't feel like you you uh you don't have to do anything yeah because this is very much a, a negative billing kind of thing yeah they're gonna charge you unless you tell them not to yeah so, so um know. yeah all right um the yeah. we don't know the average increase across the stadium yet but between We've got West Stand, West Stand seat, season seat holders and South Stand season seat holders on the podcast, at averaging to around a 13% increase. Mm. Which, I did um, not get a 13% pay raise this year. Yeah, that's... Oh, I, um, haven't, I haven't seen one of those in long, long time. Yeah, now while mm. that's less for the West Stand than last year's, uh, you know, bend over and take it price increase, it's still a lot. Mm. $50 just for the South Stand ticket, that, that, that's what the increase works out to. It's 50, 50 some odd dollars. Like, even that's a lot, just for one seat. But it's averaging 13% just for those two sections. We'll find out more, I'm sure, on Twitter, or just just go into your account and check out what yours is at. Enjoy. Mm. Um, but yes, again, first payment is due, middle of September. Get those credit cards ready, folks. Update those expiry dates. Otherwise, no seats for you. Make sure you got a few hundred dollars to spare on there as well, because yes. playoff tickets come out at the same time. Yay. That's next, actually. Well, playoff tickets come out two weeks later. They're, they're oh, giving well, you a little. Nice. They're giving you a little grace period. That's Basically, nice. they're taking your money every two weeks for the next few months, mm. um, because those season seat holder payments will come out once a month. Yes, they will for the next ten months. Playoff tickets uh, were also announced. Um, so the what is it for the first? The knockout round in giant quotes, even though if TFC are in the knockout round, something's gone horribly awry. Mm. Yeah. Does it say? Knockout round in the Eastern Conference semifinal. Yes. So we, you're forced to buy for both of those. Then, yeah, if we don't have to play the wildcard game, what happens there? Is it Does that just get shuffled along to the Eastern Conference final if we make that? Or... Is that a more expensive game, I'm thinking? Indeed. Mark Hinckley, do you have more information? I see you're highlighting things. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So, confirmed. It's the knockout run and the Eastern Conference semifinals matches. Hmm. So, I guess the Eastern Conference finals matches would cost, and then the cup final, because we're going to host again? Sure. It Intriguing. Makes a lot of sense. Well, those tickets have gone up as well. Yeah. It's, a, it's at least a, a 25 or 20 to $25 increase. Uh, just for the South Stand tickets for those two seats for those two games, so Lord knows what it is everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Not that we weren't expecting a price increase, but still. Yeah. Um, can, can I make a can I make a point about the uh, the email that they sent out? Oh yes, please. So please yeah, do. so I'm I'm I couldn't help but notice that uh, the the marketing department worked very hard, and though I will say stylistically it looks very very nice. It's well lovely. 
Um, oh, do you have the TFC member uh, the f- blah, blah, blah here, thing up? Here are the five things you need to know. I would just like to draw your attention to some of these things. So do tell. A, here's a five-point list. Five things you need to know. Number five, a letter from the president. Why the fuck do you need to know that? There's nothing in there of, of that isn't already outlined in every piece before that. It's important to hear from Bill Manning. No, and... No. Bill's no. a man of the people, Mark. I know, mm. I know. He He's, likes to speak to the people. He sat on that table uh, at that chair, spilled some beer. Um, here's so point number one. Here's what you. I need do to feel know. the message from Bill Manning would have been better if there was some kind of spilled beer graphic, sort of like all over it to make it look Agreed. as if yeah, it came if, from if, us. As if it was like a bit of paper that he'd spilled a bunch of beer on. That would have made it look signed uh, White Boy Manning. Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I just I just want to point out. So point one in this. So the letter was five. Okay. Point one, here's what's new for 2018. TFC2 membership. On to point number two, here's what your membership includes. All access to TFC2 matches. 17 home matches at BMO Field. Isn't that, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay, go ahead. Uh, Isn't that already in bullet point one? No, 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 let's keep going. Point three, here are your membership benefits. Uh, Bonus TFC2 membership. No fucking shit. No, fuck, no. Fucking shit! Wait, what? What is happening? Um, apparently we're getting three TFC two memberships. Woohoo! We are gonna fill that stadium. Oh my god! Sixty thousand people every game. Did Bill Manning talk about that as well? I don't see an II anywhere in here. Uh, Well, I'm assuming he meant to, but uh, it was implied. uh, uh, I I, I would just like to bring up the fact that. uh, Overkill? You're filling the shit out of this list a little liberally, aren't we? <laughs> you should have just made a ten-point list and actually list the ten fucking things in it. Eh. But as somebody who's read more than his fair share of advertising copy when doing layout, um, and just going, not my, not my horse, not my rodeo. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I can't fight you on this. I'm just a designer. This is, uh, this is sad. So, uh, congratulations, season ticket holders, one and all. You've just got three season's tickets. Hooray. Two. TFC2. Two. Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Landport's going to... You know, that's why they went to Landport, so they could put the overflow for the other... That's where the... That's, right. Yep. Makes, yep. makes sense. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. They, you know what? They thought about this. Okay. So speaking of TFC2, which mm. apparently we get to go to their game staff. Oh, shit, yeah. So earlier, um, before this letter came out, Bill Manning, the president, oh, you know... I've heard of him. I know. Uh, had sent a sent a letter, a different letter mm-hmm. to the TFC two season C holders, letting them know that next year TFC two would no longer be playing at the Ontario Soccer Center, would in fact be playing all of their games from twenty eighteen going forward at either BMO Field or Lamport. Or both. <gasps> at the same time? At Crazy. the same time. There's gonna be cloning technology, it's gonna be amazing. Wait do you see it. So that announcement seems to have been Science. the lead-in to the exciting news, not once, not twice, but three times within the season seat holder package that within our ticket package are included TFC2 matches, which, quite frankly, is kind of cool. Like, I, I, other than the fact that they're being super, the redundancy department of redundancy is working overtime. Um, Champions League also got mentioned three times in three different parts. Too. Oh, that's next. Nice. Um, so am that I, am I really stealing all your thunder? A little bit, but that's Do you want okay. some thunder? Let me know what I shouldn't say. I'm nah. not a thunder taker. I'm nah. not the thunder taker. Uh, you know what? I'm going to let you talk about. That's the, that's you know my what? new wrestling gimmick. I'm, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to let you talk about those games in just a minute. But let me talk about. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Good. Go for it. All right. So the the TFC two thing 
honestly, the, the move before we knew about the, the inclusion in our ticket package, um, the move back down to uh, downtown Toronto, to me, is a very exciting thing. Uh, obviously, they're doing it for uh, attendance numbers because they are near the very bottom of the league in average attendance, only averaging around 1,000 um, spectators at the games up at the Ontario Soccer Centre, whereas games they've had at BMO are averaging 3,000 plus. And that's with, you know, not a full season, not a proper, hey, this is the home of TFC2, here's your tickets, TFC, regular TFC uh, season seat holders um, who don't have tickets to both. So I think it's a great bit of business. I think it will help, um, you know, increase interest in the team, but also help us learn and be more aware of some of the younger players that may actually come to the first team um, or get sold off or, you know, end their careers, whichever. But it'll be, I think it'll be a very good thing. Now, you said something, Duncan, very interesting on Twitter, kind of about, oh, look, they're moving to Lamport. Um, you know, maybe that's to sort of stave off any incursions from someone oh, else. Right, yes. Yeah, I, I, that seems probable to me. I think there's a the certain amount of logic to like, that. Yeah, who knows exactly how far any kind of conversations might have got, but I feel like I've seen Lampard banded around as maybe what happened. Maybe a Canadian Premier League team goes in here, or you know, even just there's something in Toronto. Um, so yeah, it's like, all right, well, yeah, we're going to take over the stadium as well now. So good luck finding anywhere else. And uh, also, uh, you TFC fans who might be looking for something other than TFC, this one's free. Come do this one as well. This one over here. Ignore those guys. Yeah. Ignore everything else. Stay with us. I, I feel like they they feel like their their monopoly is being poked at, and these things are a reaction to that. Is my interpretation of it. And I don't necessarily think you're wrong. Um, I, I, you know, we've we've talked to we've talked to Bill. We've heard some of the rhetoric. Um, even with that, though, I admit, personally, I am excited about having easy access to TFC two <laughs> because I'm never going to make it to Vaughn unless someone's bundling me in the back of their car and taking me up there. And that's the only way it's going to happen because on transit, I can get to my parents' house in Peterborough faster then I can get to the Ontario Soccer Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not and I'm not kidding about that. No, I can get to Peterborough faster. It's kind of nowhere even in Vaughan. Yeah. Yeah, like it's out like still nor- more north. I believe it's north. Yeah. of Vaughan. So north Vaughan. Yeah. Mm. Which is still Excellent. far. City above Toronto, That's, city yeah. of Vaughan. The city, the, the bit at the top of the city above Toronto? Yes, uh, hmm. yes yeah. the feather at the top of the top hat. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. the city of Toronto. Um, I just I just want to be the first one to say that I can't wait to see how many Toronto Wolfpack uh, supporters bitch and complain about this soccer team coming in and ruining their turf. I hope there's a lot. I hope there's. A oh lot. God! I hope it happens. Please just let it happen. Even, even out of irony, I just want to see that would happens. just be hilariously mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. delightful. I think. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's certainly more convenient. Although I do feel like. Yeah, ever since I, I moved, it's like even just like getting to BMO Field for a proper TFC game. It's like, oh, this feels like a huge effort now. So I'm not entirely sure how often I'm going to do what is more or less the exact same thing for you know, TFC 2. I mean, it's, it's nice. You know, you can 
yeah, I mean, but I mean, anything that I'm going to go see them for is, is more just, yeah, how does it relate to TFC too? So, yeah, here's some young kids who, who might eventually be playing for TFC, okay. Do I care about how well TFC2 is doing in USL? Do I care if they win any particular game? No. So am I going to go down there to see a game? See, yeah, for, for me, not. it's different because I, I miss getting to watch uh, the Academy team or TFC2. They were the Academy team back then. I, I liked going to those games. I liked getting to see those players. Um, that was the first time I ever saw Ashton Morgan play was many, many, many years ago, but I remember, you know, Ashton Morgan, the early years, Daniil Henry, Adrian Kahn, like, yes, not all of them have... Adrian Kahn was in the academy? Yes. He what? played, they, they, he played, he played in the academy game sometimes, kind of, they, he they kind of dropped, dropped down. down. Yes. Like, really? Yes. yes. Huh. He had a 10 pack back then. Yes. Uh, yeah. um, so for me, that was always really enjoyable and I very much, I, I very much miss that. I miss that opportunity to see that part of the game. So I, less cynical perhaps than the other side of the table, although depends on the day and the topic. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. See, uh, it's not. Mark's like, I don't fucking care. I, I, yeah, Hamilton, I, no. No, you know what? It's, it's not that, it, it's not even that. It's uh, as previously discussed, uh, even before we started recording this, um, I know they're the baby reds or whatever work nickname has been bestowed upon them, but um, the they're, de they're, they're development side and they're they are designed not to win, but to develop. And uh, I find it very disheartening to want to go watch a game where the team, the team's victories are secondary. And I feel the same way about triple mm -hmm. a baseball AHL hockey and anything below those levels it's like I'm I can't I can't be invested in this because as soon as you as soon as you do get invested in those things it's you're going to lose your best players and when you lose your best players because the parent club called you up what are you doing like what are you doing yeah so I and you know all power and respect to anybody who goes to those games whether it's TSC2 whether it's Charlotte Independence whether it's SC Cincinnati Congratulations. Good for you guys. That ain't for me. And that's never going to be for me. I feel like at least Cincinnati, they're not like somebody's reserve uh, yeah, team. They're their own independent exactly. team. And this is the highest level within their organization. Yeah, which so is great. trying to win. So, yeah, fair enough. That's the sort of thing I'm potentially interested in. That's, you know, mm -hmm. Canadian Premier League. That's kind of what we're going to be looking at. It's exactly. not going to be a super high level, but it's going to be the highest level within that specific organization. This is the best we can get. Yeah. 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 Sort of like Canadian Premier League. I saw someone on Twitter um, float an idea that, well, huh, maybe with TFC2 moving down to Lamport, that frees up the Ontario Science Centre for some sort of Canadian Premier League. I wish it was the Ontario Science Centre. That'd be amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> Soccer Centre. <laughs> actually, that'd be a great uh, place for a stadium. <laughs> and, um, you know, so it's just some kind of like North Toronto Nitros or whatever it might be. I, I, that just sounds horrible. So it's, yeah, <laughs> I believe that's I mean, a team in League One. Yeah, there, there, there was definitely a was it North there was. North Nitros? No, was no, North Toronto? Oh, no, there's a there, there's a team called North Toronto Nitros or something like that. Mm -hmm. anyway. um, but yeah, potentially a Canadian Premier League is if if Vaughn's the closest they can get it. I mean, is that something that 
yeah, we're all like, ugh, yeah, we don't want to go to Vaughn to watch TFC too. Would you go to Vaughn to watch a Canadian Premier League team if that's kind of like the closest they can get to Toronto proper? Can't we just go to away games in Hamilton? It's probably fo- it's probably closer. Yeah. Give it time, Mississauga will be there. It's probably easier to get to. Mm. <laughs> I'm not saying my, my loyalty to the CPL is contingent on geography, but... It might be contingent on geography. We shall see. Uh, comically enough, just j- speaking no. of attendance, um, so according to SoccerStadiumDigest.com, yeah, I bookmarked that. Um, they are currently 26th out of 30 teams with oh, an average of just over 1,000. Uh, they are ahead of such uh, great clubs such as uh, Baby Kansas City, Baby Seattle, Baby Vancouver, and Baby Red Bulls. Excellent. Yeah, so uh, that's pretty much... This whole uh, USL who, who leads MLS the league? two experiment thing is not really working, is it? Um, your top five are FC Cincinnati at twenty thousand, Sacramento at eleven, Louisville City at nine. I didn't realize they were doing that well. Louisville. That's awesome. Uh, San Antonio at seven and Rio Grande Valley at Let's, seven. Where's Phoenix Presumably Rising? They're in sixth. All right. Six six point three. All independent teams. The top. I six? believe all. Um, I don't know. I want to say Sacramento isn't. No, Sacramento is. Is okay, good. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know who all is tied in. And strange enough, the Rowdies are doing better in USL attendance-wise than they were in the NASL. Huh. That's just huh. that really is in- odd to me. That is a bit odd. All right. Tangent well explored. Ah, um, tangents. <laughs> tangent killed. <laughs> Our podcast. What? <laughs> Never. Um, before we leave the. TFC season seat holder information renewal package. Mark Hinckley is going to tell us. So not only are we included the 17 regular season games, uh, the however many TFC two games, but there's also some intriguing inclusions around the CCL and the Voyagers Cup. Mark Hinckley, what does it say? So what your membership includes is one CONCACAF Champions League match, two additional matches, CCL or Canadian Championships, Whichever occurs first. Ooh. Whatever gets you to three first, and so, then we'll take more of your money. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think we're going to get to the final before the CCL thing happens, because we're at least guaranteed one of those games. But anyway. Uh, so as, potentially, I mean, the CCL starts in February, so we could you know, win our quarterfinal or whatever round the CCL in February starts up, and we, we could be getting some like really high-powered Champions League Mexican... Yo, hey, we're going to be playing Cruz Azul in a really shit, meaningful fucking game oh at God, like just please. regular price that the, the same that they charge us for like playing the Ultra Fury again next year if things work out well. Pretty much, which is nice. both a compliment to Ottawa and an insult to Cruz Azul. Uh, I, yeah, that's, uh, I, I'm not entirely certain what that means, but uh, <laughs> as, no, as far as like schedule-wise, like, yeah. like if that's exactly, I mean, I think it's, mathematically impossible that that would cover the semifinals or the finals of Champions League because one of those games for the Canada Cup is going to go it, that's already quali- that's already earmarked and assuming they don't advance so mm. uh, yeah 17 regular season games 17 uh, BMO or sorry 17 TSC 2 games at you know the places we already talked about and then of course a bunch of other things that get repeated throughout the list so all right. There is a scarf. There and is a scarf, yes. 5% off merchandise? 15. Oh. That means they got to jack the prices up by 10. And uh, there, was there something, anything about exclusive access to member uh, events, Mark? Uh, let's see. 
Appreciation event invite? Is that what you're looking for? That is Ooh. what I'm looking for. Holy shit. Oh, just the one event and we're being event. appreciated? Oh, but we're being appreciated, so... Sweet. I in, hope in I get the a past, good In the past, down. they've offered choice uh, of, That's know, of events. open practice, slash barbecue, slash breakfast. So, mm. you probably only get one of them, but oh, yeah. there's more than one What to I'm curious about is what does enhanced group leader benefits mean? Well, mm. are you a group leader? Uh, well, because then you your benefits would be enhanced. Are you an enhanced group leader? I, I, I'm all natural, baby, but... Um. Weird. Uh, I have no idea because none of those things are clickable. <laughs> I know. What the hell does that mean? The distinction. Member wall. We all get a wall, guys. Hey! Uh, uh, I'm excited about that. Seriously. Convoluted list. Convoluted list. What, what, what the hell are group leader? Be- like seriously, what is that? It's maybe if you know if you have like in a certain amount of season tickets. <laughs> They got a they got a I they got a link to Lamport Stadium, which only goes to the city of Toronto. <laughs> but they didn't think about putting any links to whatever the hell an enhanced group leader benefit is, or appreciative appreciation event invite, or what kind of a wall we get. I hope mine is at least seven feet tall, so I could you know at least get some shade mm-hmm. when it gets mm-hmm. past like two three o'clock in the afternoon. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I'm on a climbing wall. See? Yeah. Ooh, good, yeah. good call. Rose good call. loves to climb. Oh. Mm. Well, I'm, it's, I'm glad you let her out every once in a while yeah. so she can. It's, yeah. it's good. She needs, she, needs, she needs to do that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, everything else is pretty much standard as far as what we've had in the past. Right. Nothing terribly, you know, other than the absurdities which we've already pointed and laughed at. Which Excellent. Which we're really good at doing. But uh, It's our jam. Yeah, but uh, that letter is not a fucking point in any list. Uh, especially with the title, uh, Letter Five Things you, That Are Good to Know. Because there's no information in it. So, mm. Huzzah! All right. Excellent. Friday night, we made it. The lights were faded. Raise your glasses. Strike the matches. Burn, burn, burn. Till the city's on fire. Daylight's far away. Can't stop us. There's no way. Raise your glasses. Strike the matches. Burn, burn. So you'd think the show was almost done, but no. If you've listened to us, you know you're here for at least another, oh, I don't know. You're probably here for another hour. So, so, uh, so get a drink, get a snack, tell your kids you're sorry, sorry. tell your partner you're sorry. sorry. I know you've got to work already, but just drive back home and then drive back to work again. You need like six b- coffee breaks easily. Yeah. You know, just put the earbud in one ear. You're totally fine. All right. We've got, as I said in the in the intro way back, Uh, We've got not one, but two TFC matches to preview this week. So, with only 10 matches left, all of them, of course, are important. However, of the two that we are going to discuss this week, this Saturday's game against the Fire is obviously the most important. Well, it is a supporter shield, Eastern Conference, you know, leader. All points matter, Kristen. It's true. Match. Oh, games are sacred too. So Chicago are the only team 
with a better home record than Toronto FC and Houston, but in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Toronto have the best road record in the league. Most points, not most wins, but most points. Okay. And, you know, this is a pretty important match in terms of standing, avoiding that knockout match, that kind of thing. Chicago has been bizarrely, and other than when playing TFC, sort of delightfully successful this season. It's been kind of fun, and also weird to see them do this well. They, uh, as I mentioned, are obnoxiously good at home. Uh, ten wins, I think. No losses. They've been uh, good. It's been, uh, it's been weird. And that is, of course, where TFC are headed. Sorry. Uh, yeah, ten wins, no losses, one draw. Fantastic. It's it's the elevator fart stench. It, it really, really is. Hotman just it, it elevates them. It yeah. elevates their game. Schweinsteiger loves it. Oh, <laughs> smells like home to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Toronto are movie. <laughs> Chicago, Toronto are heading to Chicago with yeah. the majority of the team intact. There is chatter that Stephen Betashore will be available for this game. Although I think Nicholas Hassler didn't have a terrible game on the weekend, so... He had improved. I think he, yeah, he showed, he actually showed some good things. So I think that's not a bad option. You don't want to bring Beta back, I don't think, right away. Even though he is the de facto right back. But we'll see. Other than Nick Hagland, uh, though, I think mm. everybody is available. I'm not sure about Alsif. Um, do, do we really care? No, I don't really care, yeah. but... You know, we I feel like I feel like discussion. I sh- yes, yep. that was good. That was strong. Um, somewhere, yeah, somewhere Norwegian is crying. <laughs> Should have gone with that banking career. Mm. Um, <laughs> the uh, anyway, the fire kind of fun to watch, and it's not has little to do, or not as much to do with Bastian Schweinsteiger as fans of his would hope or think. I think the rest of the team has. Uh, done very well. They are led by current Golden Boot leader uh, Nikolic. I think Via might have overtaken him. Does he have more than Want 16 it. goals? Yeah, would you please check that for me, please? I feel like Nikolic has kind of slowed down in the last few weeks and Via has just kept on going. And uh, Marcus, quick fact check. Don't, don't make Duncan right. I mean, what? Mm. Davy Cottage, 18 All goals. All right, Davy Cottage, 18 yeah. goals. Nikolic, 16. 16. So. It's still impressive. Still in the hunt. Uh, has, as, as Duncan said, has slowed down, but surely is looking for some more goals. Uh, David Calm, mm-hmm. who has also uh, scored his fair share so far this season. Uh, they've just been playing some mm. pretty... Who would have thought getting rid of Gilberto would have helped? Oh. This seems to be a pattern. Cruel. You bring Gilberto in. You kind of stumble through things. You let him go, and all of a sudden, uh, so mean! Wow! Way too soon. Wow! That's inappropriate. Old Gill's the key to it all. Wow! It's kind of similar to Tim Lewicki. You know, you bring him in, then you have to get rid of him before things get good. But you know, he—he's the key. Without Gill, there'd be nothing. You can't take that back. Nice try. You can't somehow put a positive spin on being that mean, Duggan. Senor Duncan is malo. No me gusta. I don't know what unimpressed is in Spanish, but I'm going to pretend I just said it. In impresionado. That's what I'm I think. More mm. or less. 
Mine was just straight to the point. Sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, they're very good, though. Uh, Akam has been playing well. And I guess Chicago, there was talk they were going to sell him, but they decided, nope, we're going to keep going, which is a bold decision. Uh, a bit of a surprising one, but yeah, Dax McCarthy and Janino are very good off-season signings. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Schweinsteig has done all right. Seems like they've got a, you know, some good defenders. It's like Matt Polster's turned into a good fullback. Uh, a lot of things have worked out for them this year. So, yes. Um, I still don't fully believe in them. I feel like, you know, they'll be maybe like New York City last year. I say, hey, you, you kind of look kind of good, but, you know, come playoff time, whatever, nah, it's all going to fall apart. Well, but, they, they still struggle on the road. They do. Uh, they're not comfortable away from... They are not. The, uh, where, Toyota... Toyota... Park? park field stadium stadium which toyota are they are they park or stadium i believe they're uh I, I lose track of the all toyota the toyota park. toyota park hang on i will confirm sure you would know which which toyota is dallas oh, and then chicago just, is the other one I, you know let's can we can we just just skip over the dallas shit for a little bit like they're seriously shortening my life. Okay, can we just let's just gloss over that part? Just, just, just until at least they improve, right? Is that okay with you guys? Is that okay? You Rudy, you Rudy, put your hands all over my booty. I'm okay with that. I'm just saying, like, it's a bit of a shit show right now. So, for God's sakes. Anyway, the Bridgeview Toyotas. Yes, the Bridgeview Toyotas. Exactly. Toyota Park. They're All the right. park. They are the Stadium park. Stadium is that other place where that shame of a club is. Oh my God, what's wrong with them? <laughs> so what about uh, Chicago? Chicago? The, yeah, the, the they're Chicago. Chicago. We're, 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 yeah. Gonna, we're gonna go. Yeah, they're crap away from Toyota Park. Yeah, but good. Sadly, great. They're not coming here. We're going there. That's fine. Um, this will be. I, I think this will be. Sorry, this should be sort of an, uh, an interesting sort of chess match of game because really, and I was surprised when they came to, to BMO, sort of what a lackluster game it was, but they should match up fairly well in terms of offsetting one another. They both have, both teams have exciting tacking players. They have a really interesting and veteran midfield. Mm. Uh, so their, you know, their keepers are both solid. Uh, they have some really strong defenders, but... Uh, it should be one of those games where it's who can sort of do the most interesting thing first, who can break through. I hope that it's an exciting game. Um, I think it's going to be one of those ones that has goals in it. Theoretically, yes. Mm-hmm. But often those games don't have I goals I know, in and that's the, mm-hmm. that's the other possibility. Although, you know, it's true. TFC can't even score against, you know, DC United. So what am I saying? Um... But for Chicago, in terms of, you know, the similar goals for, similar goals against, they've they've let in a few more than TFC, one game less played, so their record's not quite as sharp. But they're 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 again, like I said, they're very similar teams, and I think this will be a really interesting matchup just to watch. It should be yes. All right, player agree. player to watch for this one, gentlemen. Nikolic. Just because it's he's fun and uh, the numbers don't lie, so he was mine as well. Mostly just because I I worry that he hasn't, uh, as Duncan pointed, he hasn't scored much of late, and I figure he's just waiting. He's just waiting. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'll go with Dax McCarty. Um, Strong. You know, it's 
obviously big important player very sort of anti PLO in a way so I think you know obviously if Jovinko is maybe going to be like dropping back trying to find the ball and that sort of thing if he's going to be running into McCarty all the time it could cause problems so uh, you know that will be uh, an important player for them agreed all right mm. with midweek game coming up mm. um, as I said I think this is the most important of the two games with the exception maybe again of Stephen Stephen Betashore would you rather save him for a home game against a, a lesser light in the union? Or does he, you know, as he's done the last few games, throw out whatever is the healthiest, best 11 he's got, including Stephen Betashore? And to me, Beta is really the only question. The back three are obviously going to be more Mavinga and Zavaleta. Is more Likely. back yeah. in training and everything? Oh, I think know? so. Okay. I think he just yeah. took the, the day off for the Bebe. My understanding is he's back. I'd be surprised if he You'd wasn't. Be shocked if he wasn't. Yeah, mm. like the, the you know the the family lives here. It's not like he had to travel sure. far distances or anything. So, mm. um, yeah, is is does do you think Beta plays on Saturday if um, healthy? If hundred percent healthy and completely ready to go, then yeah, I'd play him. Uh, mm. I'm not entirely sure he's at that level. I think it's maybe a you know start with Hustler, throw a base uh, better show on for. A, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, maybe, to see how it goes, depending on what other subs might need to be made. Um, but, and then, yeah, maybe give him a start on Wednesday against Philly. But uh, aside from that, I, yeah, I would be going very much 100% put your best team out there that is fit and ready to play. And um, you know, it's a six-pointer and all that. Yep. So, in beat Chicago here and then that'll be a nine point difference and you've got to think alright that's them out of the race and it's down to the TFC and the Pizza Rats yeah. so you know that'd be a good way to go I mean even if you get a draw then alright it's, it's still six points back I think you know Chicago if they're hoping for the spot of shield I think and they've got to win this one I think the other question sort of and, and best 11 these days is obviously Marky Delgado Mondo Cooper is dropping further and further into obscurity. Yeah, I'm not missing it. I'm not, I'm not saying that I am, but um, sometimes wonder if I, I like, I like Marky's, uh, you know, technical ability and knowledge on, you know, he seems a bit of a, he's a smart, seems like a smarter player than, than Cooper, but is this a game and maybe which some of Cooper's, you know, conca cafe trickery might help around yeah. Nah. Nah. Schweinsteiger will just like you know find a way to trip him or something I don't know Dax will take him out actually that yeah. would probably mm. happen Dax would get pissed off and just have take a him go out. at him yeah, yeah there's no need to be bringing Cooper in um, you know have him on the bench for you know if things aren't working and you just need to really change things up, throw him out there that might help or if things have worked and you just kind of need to shut things down by ridiculous flopping to kill off the game, like you Colorado want a Colorado teams. the game, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then, then yeah, you know, Cooper is useful. I mean, I think you know Cooper will probably have. I, but Cooper will do two useful slash memorable important things by the end of the season, but he shouldn't be a regular player. No, fair. Yeah, I I, um, I kind of see, as far as the beta share question goes, I kind of see him. I would prefer to see him not play. And just wait it out till Philadelphia. Okay. I mean, the team did just smash four past 
a decent side. Uh, I would. I know. I know. Vanny's got a history of changing it up, even when the going's great. Which uh, is which is unfortunate because, as far as I'm concerned, same exact same eleven injuries notwithstanding, exact same eleven, and let them have it. Um, I, I don't see any real benefit of Bader playing style-wise or not. Cooper at the same time, yeah, I, 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 my opinions have been expressed many many times over him. So, uh, I would I want I want nothing I want. The team that and not the team that ended the game, but less uh, uh, whatever the replacement for uh, Hagland, so more in instead. That starting eleven is perfectly fine, and I think they'll they'll at least steal a point. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, before we get to predictions, I have a vital Chicago question that has nothing to do with pizza. Yeah, good. I don't think Duncan I, is I ready for that. Neither anyway. I. No. Which John Hughes movie is the best? None of them. Duncan! Yeah. Overrated. Um, let's go with the Breakfast Club. There's Why something not? something I can I, throw at him. Yeah. Bottle. Okay, I, I don't want to... I mean, the, the Breakfast Club, well, I mean, wasn't, wasn't it heartwarming when the sort of weird, quirky girl got sort of made over into a perfectly normal, oh, she's pretty now. This is amazing. Isn't she so improved? Brilliant movie. Yeah. Hater. Why do you hate classic cinema, Duncan? Because it's not classic cinema. Unnecessary. I went with Weird Science. Nice. Yeah. For Kelly LeBrock alone? No, actually, Kelly LeBrock, I could give or take her. Um, For Chet? uh, Bill Paxton as Chet was fucking amazing. He was so good. Robert Downey Jr. as douchey cool guy. Um, The scene where the bikers show up. And and, uh, and I I have class tomorrow. You have a lovely house. And was hall with the... You know, with the shotgun to kind of be cool and get everybody out, and I like that. That movie is kind of like let's take what if and just accelerate it to a ridiculous level, and then try to undo it. And that's exactly what they did. And I, I take more to that movie than many of the ones that are on his list. Is that Robert Downey Jr.'s first movie? I don't know. It's right in there. It's close. It's 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 before less than zero. So he was he was. Douchebag. Probably it was great. Douchebag. He's yeah. Like in his mid twenties, early twenties. Um, well, Breakfast Club is one of my all-time favorite movies. Mm. Thank you, Duncan. Um, uh, I went with some kind of wonderful, because <laughs> unlike Pretty in Pink, it's, which had one of the worst endings ever. Um, I'm just trying to build do a shield here. Uh-huh. I don't know what to do. Hey, if you wait, they're gonna they're, we get a supporters wall. So uh. <laughs> it worked. The yeah, it did worked. work. Uh, uh, Look at those reflexes. Wish Chris, I could predict uh, Kristen that. Kristen the cat. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, the uh, the ending of Pretty in Pink, which sucked. Uh, she never should have ended up with Blaine. That was stupid. Um, and some kind of wonderful. All these endings suck. Doesn't get no 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 some kind of wonderful. I've maybe seen two of his. Doesn't get the popular uh, girl. He sticks with the weird girl. Um, I like the but soundtrack. Is, is the weird girl made pretty and no. nice? No, she's she, allowed to stay weird. Yes, oh, Watts nice. Watts stays weird. She does get a nice pair of diamond earrings, but mm. um, that's because he bought them for the popular girl and then realized he was really buying them for um, for the the other girl. Uh, warming. It is. Uh, Some kind of wonderful. Also had uh, like many of John Hughes movies had a kick-ass soundtrack, but to me, it's it's actually the best soundtrack. 
has flesh for Lulu on it, so how can you go wrong? Okay. Predictions for this match. 2-1 Chicago. Plausible. I kind of felt 2-all. As did I. Yeah. Equally plausible. Yep. coming out to round out our show is uh, next Wednesday's game. Oh, it's like eight days away. I know, I know. Um, it's the X game. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, 8 Phil- p.m. kickoff. 8 p.m. kickoff, the yeah. X game, mate. Mm, mm. Yeah. I'm going to get home so late. Um, I know you're not going to the game. No, I'm looking. To- am, I, am I the only one going to this game? Well, Tony will be there. <laughs> hey. So I'm the only one going to this uh, game. I might be there. Yeah. I think, I think Roz is. There's a very small chance Roz will be there. I. Come I keep might me company, Duncan. There. I'm please, mm. please, mm. please. Mm. All right, I'll work on you. Uh, anyway, Philadelphia coming to town. Uh, the Union really not having the greatest of seasons. They're mediocre at best unlikely to climb above the red line horrible road record uh one win seven losses they've managed to eke out three draws which actually surprised me i was like "Ooh, that many uh toronto is, does very well against teams with poor, poor records. records that's that's oh, yeah. that's true yeah. yeah uh the union are of course yeah. coming to town on the heels of that uh three nil loss in cheesy chester to the impact they are currently without Andre Blake, who was injured in the final of this year's Gold Cup and losing one of the best goalkeepers in the league certainly hasn't helped. Nope. No. Um, and even though they boast a fair amount of solid talent, again, some injuries like Maurice Adu is a he's done. So he'll be I don't know. I assume he's already moved out of Philadelphia. I have no idea. Um, mm. But he's, his mum's told him to. Yeah, exactly. Leave, skip time, go yeah, to LA. Exactly. Good idea. Um, mm. Oh, that's right. He must have a black warm-up jacket somewhere. You'd think. Yeah. Uh, the Union just really haven't been able to be anything approaching consistent this season. And, well, Union boss Jim Curtin has to be hoping that this ain't over. It's not over. It's never over. <laughs> not until I say it is. Oh, dear gods. When did he get here? I don't mm. like this. Now, as you know, you've pointed out, Duncan, uh, and as we've noticed recently when TFC play some of the lesser lights, they tend to take their foot off the gas or underestimate them or just don't raise their level the same way. So there is always that concern that they'll be like, oh, the union, whatever. I don't think they so much take their foot off the gas as they just leave the car and walk. (laughs) So that's, Mm. that's... Anyway. You know what? Let's get healthy. Let's bike today. Yeah, let's bike it. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's, oh, it's on a mountain. <laughs> no problem. We'll be okay. We can still do yeah. this. Like, oh. Well, that's just well, that, well, that didn't go as we no, planned. Never. Um, you know, it, so it's Toronto will come back from Chicago on Sunday. They'll come back from Toronto. Three nil winners. And 
lose 2-0 to Philly. <laughs> you know what? And, that, and, 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 that's plausible. That is totally plausible. It is. But uh, it's a package deal. If one doesn't happen, the other one doesn't. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Good point. You know, it's one of those games that... Oh, it's the Union. Yeah, I know. You know, it's midweek yeah, the, the, game against the Union. The, there's no reason that it should not be three points. Yes. Uh, but, as, but, you know, like but, Colorado, like D.C., they're an MLS team. They're a professional team in a league that's designed for parity. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. At any moment, Chris Pontius, ghost of D.C. pass, could mm. raise sure. his ugly head and be like, ah, oh, I used to torture this team. Let's do a little bit more of that right now. There's... There's any the, 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 they'll probably have signed Sebastian Latou again by then. Probably, yeah. Like, yeah. DC, he's, like he's, DC let him go, so I, you know, he's... He's probably just, again, he's just waiting. Yeah. 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 All right, well, speaking of players, uh, player to watch. Um, CJ Sapong seems to be the only Philly player that's having a good year, really. He's he's quite good uh, at times. Fair. Uh, Sapong, Sapong, Pong, Pong. Harris Menjuin, or whatever his name is, Menjuin, is, is a fun name to say. Uh, I chose uh, Victor Vasquez, and because, is there, because is there anyone on Philly worth watching? Knowing full well that Kristen was going to throw something at me, I put Delso down. See, you're so transparent. I believe, the word, I, I believe it's predictable, not transparent. How about Harris Menjuin? Yeah. Uh, whatever the hell. It also, just wanted to say his name. Yeah, for real. sure. So, uh, yeah. To be fair, that worked out very well with that Lithuanian dude on Portland. Oh, my That's God. True. I was so you smart. were on fire. I was the smarts that night. Um, I had Bedoya, because who doesn't want to see a Bedoya-Altador matchup? Sure. You sure. know, the rematch. Um, and then, what's his name? That, uh, that striker kid um, from the beginning of the season. Simpson? Oh. Is it Simpson? Yeah. Wasn't it Simpson? What's his name? Oh, the striker kid from the beginning of the season. Remember, we were like, who's the... Who's the who's oh, the kid on the wing who was hooking them both in? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I forget. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was that. That was a thing. Um, I'll look at it. Um, oh, but, that, uh, uh, okay, I know who I don't you're know, talking is he still about a thing? Now, Josh or, or, or something? Isn't it Simpson? What is his name? Why can't I remember? You know, Warren Craval won't play. Charlie Davies is... Jay Simpson, that's it. Jay Simpson, ah, so-and-so's son. Jay Simpson, seriously? Like, surely his nickname is Homer. Well, Ho- Homer, Homer J. J. Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that as well, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, oh Jay, yeah, so. Yes. Anyway, so him. Um, uh, I don't know. I think O is better, but, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's stick with Homer J. Oh, Jay Simpson. <laughs> I... Applicable. Anytime he does something good, yeah, so, oh, he hasn't he hasn't played a lot uh, in the last little while. Uh, and the last time he scored a goal was a long time ago. All right, actually, it was against Toronto. Right, Hooray. right. That's good. Okay. So basically, where the only the only time he's had a good game was yeah. against us. So yeah, that, that's yeah. that's 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 fantastic. Uh, so Vinny tactics. We sort of touched on this with 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 the Chicago game. But I'll ask, so, you know, assuming Beta Health maybe doesn't play in Chicago, plays Wednesday. Is, is Vanny just going to stick with the strong 11? Or because this is midweek game, 
after an away game, they're coming home. Do you know a couple of the bench guys get some time? Maybe. I think this is the game to do it if you're going to do that. Maybe let like Hernandez play instead of Moore or, you know, because Moore's old or Mavinga because Mavinga's been playing a lot. Um, he got kids. He does. Yeah, he's not going to have got much sleep. No. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, it's maybe a chance where, you know, Osorio gets a game instead of Delgado. Or this is Raheem Edwards. Raheem Edwards hasn't played much Whoop. of late. You're, you're advocating for the dropping of, of Justin Morrow. I am not. I'm, I'm advocating. I didn't uh, think so. <laughs> yeah. I called it. Uh-huh. Check and make. Raheem Edwards would have to learn. Eventually, he's got to learn how to play on the right. So. Fair. You know. Poor Stephen Betashore. I don't know. Mm. Does, uh, you know, I was going to say just toss, get a start, but that's just silly. That's um, I know. <laughs> Why was I even saying such things? All right. Yeah, I think that's the, out of, out of all the games in the near future anyway, that'll be the one that uh, that we see most likely to have sure. Toronto. It makes uh, sense to do it then. Again. Depending on who's maybe hurt or tired or whatever. You know, rest a few players if necessary. I concur. Um, so my next question for the Philadelphia game is, is a question that I'm not even sure I have a proper answer to. And I did this rundown. What is uh, Toronto's version of Rocky? I was going to do what is Toronto's version of the Fresh Prince, but I know everyone, that was even worse. I thought everyone's going to say, say snow. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, see, I, I couldn't come up with I couldn't come up with a sporting figure esque type play. Fair, fair. Or, uh, or character. Yep. To kind of drive this, so I just went with the movie, and I I went with Brain Candy. Eventually, nice. we all buy in, and what? just gets weird, and and everything's great. Yeah, yeah, and eventually we don't wake up out of it. What does this have to do with Rocky or it's a, Philadelphia? No, film to film. Because Kids in the Hall. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, Iconic Toronto. A, a, sure, a, a yeah. Toronto. Sure. Making yeah. a film. Yeah. I, and it, look, I don't even know if the movie's set in Toronto. It doesn't matter. Mm. What do you have? This has got to be amazing. Uh, Toronto is not a version of Rocky right now. Toronto is currently Ivan Drago uh, early on in Rocky IV. I mean, we're going out there where, you know, we've got, there's, there's a lot of money being spent. You know, we got there, all this fancy training. There's this and that and all these, like, fancy new... Uh, developments, whereas, you know, sort of the other teams are out there chopping wood in a fucking log cabin out in the snow. Uh, you know, we're out doing all these fancy things at the KTG. We've got our analysis and everyone's measuring everyone's myelin or whatever the fuck it was. You know, we, we're measuring grit now. Um, and, you know, we're going out, we're crushing teams. We're, we're wanting to be ruthless. You know, we must kill them. You know, if they die, they die. All that sort of thing. And, you know, we're, we're unstoppable. We've, we've been crushing Apollo Creed. We've killed Apollo Creed already. And now, you know, here we are. You know, fucking, it's the middle of the movie. We're fucking unstoppable. It's great. What could go wrong? Splitting hairs. I'm going to go with splitting hairs. He's just splitting hairs. Interesting. Open See, to imper- the, you interpreted the question one way. I interpreted the question the other way. Yeah. How is mine wrong? <laughs> exactly. Mm. See, I, I was I was trying to I was trying to think of movies set in Toronto that were actually Toronto, so that it could be, you know, this is a Toronto movie, not one of the six million movies that have been. So, Mark's interpretation of the question was correct. You were you yes. weren't looking for 
you know, what Rocky whatever is Toronto well, FC right Toronto now. Toronto definitely for, not Scott Pilgrim. You were looking yeah, for Yeah, no, and, and that was my first instinct, yeah. Mm. So, okay. no, 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 but, no, no, your interpretation is lovely as well. I like yours. I think you, it question, was well thought out. The question out. was not, was not crafted was, such that it guided you one way Yeah, no, no. Did we, again, That's all I'm people, saying. people could have asked. I, I, I did put that we in We could have, but yeah, we I, didn't. You never do. Um, <laughs> it's usually straightforward. Cool. <laughs> uh, so... Um, I I I thought last night. Well, la- last Are night you? was the first one that came to mind in terms of you know trying everything, embracing life. They're 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 embracing who they are right now. Uh, the world could end before they win the MLS Cup. David Cronenberg, I'm sure, is somewhere uh, thanking everyone for their patronage uh, and so on and so forth. Um, that was the one I sort of landed on. I can't figure out something to move past i was thinking hardcore logo it's not really toronto based there was something else and then it just flittered away out of my brain Canadian bacon yeah parts of it parts yeah of it. Mm. yeah enough of it enough of it mm. that's true yeah it's tough i i, I should uh i apologize Police academy for being filmed here sure absolutely yeah mm. Um, well, it's right, Liberty Village. That's right by BMO Field and everything. True, that is a that is an excellent point. There we go. Um, but just scrappy misfits who've eventually come together as a well-oiled machine. Sure, mm. sure. There you go. Okay. That's like the history of TFC. Mm. Or Rocky. All right, it was a terrible question. I apologize. I should have said like, what is Toronto's version of the triumphant step run or something? Excited mental. Run state. up the Casaloma steps. I don't know. Run Rocky up the CN Tower. Oh, run up the CN Tower. There run we go. Up the CN Tower, then sort of run around. Circle it. Yeah. yeah. Triumphantly. Yeah. And then sit on the edge like Drake did. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Listen, thanks for get, get. Thanks for getting. Oh, so bad. I'm so sorry. Sorry. All right. Prediction for this game. One Two. one. <laughs> sorry. Two 0 Toronto. Hooray! I said 3-0 Toronto. Yay! Hooray! It's, not, it's not as crazy as when I called 5-1 the other day. So. <laughs> well, you came close, didn't you? Uh, wrong game. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> Who's DC? 5-1. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Join us next week when we look back at the game in Chicago. Look ahead to the next game against the Cheesemakers and much more. I have been joined this week by two of the three other regular panelists. Accurate. Uh, to be found on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Senor Duncan, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Buenas noches, todo el mundo. On the tweet machine at Kitner Mark with a K, not a Q. Mark Cuchara Hinkley. Spoon! As for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it.
Fagundes. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. The president was talking about pizza. Yes, I, I understand. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where that came. That's where that comes from. This will go in the outtake, so it doesn't confuse the shit out of. <laughs> I'm going to say about seventy percent of the listenership, mm-hmm. which you guys are brilliant all the same. Don't, yeah, we don't, love you. Don't, don't ever change. Don't change. I can't look. My, I'm not the arbiter of making him correct or incorrect. Oh no no no! Just go to MLS stats, honey. I thought I did. Did you just call him honey? I yes, did. You did. Ah. The cider said so. That's why. Oh, I know it was improved. What was I like a plus thirty last year or something? Yeah, horrific. That was a brutal ass course. Fucking hills. And wind. So much wind. Gale winds. Yes. You missed nothing. You really didn't. <laughs> we are going back to this other place again. <laughs> oh no. Into the microphone, goddammit. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be okay. something awful, I'm afraid. So from the Spurs on this day, oh. history, facts, and figures from every day of the year for your London EPL team, remember fans? It's true. Mm. I do remember that. Fifteenth August, nineteen sixty. Oh. oh no. Danny Blanchfauer was well-respected on and off the pitch, and his appearance on the National Institution radio show that is Desert Island Discs proves to be hugely popular. Mm. The midfielder had an enjoyable half-hour on the show with presenter Roy Plumley. His luxury item is a golf club and some balls to pass his time on the island. It doesn't specify golf balls, <laughs> but I presume that's what is meant. Yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's probably the best thing that's ever happened to Spurs on the 15th of August. Danny wow. Blanchfire was on the radio. All right, what's the 16th of August? Oh, bloody hell. Oh, actually, there's another 15th of August. Um, oh. Spurs took part in a pre-season tournament, the Costa del Sol Trophy, held in Malaga in 1965. Wow. Uh, 16th of August, 1980, Keith Birkinshaw's side host Nottingham Forest on the opening day of the season, giving the White Hart Lane faithful an opportunity to see the club's new arrivals. The dream strike partnership of Steve Archibald and Garth Crooks. Uh, back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. You can move your B team closer to me anytime. I will. <laughs> the B team. And that's what I'll call them from now on. Little Duncan and the B team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see where you went. Yeah, I just, Where did you think I was going? <laughs> uh, the A team. <laughs> well, sure. But. But. Yeah, no. no yeah, yeah, that's yeah. better. That's, yours that's, is better, too. Yeah. Yours is better. 